things started to get busy. I don't know if some if that's just coincidence, but somehow around that time things got more and more and more. And I think more people there may have been a push somewhere where more um, get people exercising because people yeah. joined running clubs. And these people that joined running clubs were the type of people that you would have never normally ever seen at running clubs before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they went on to, um, they looked around and they saw their friends doing a race and they thought, well, I don't have to do like this, this 10K race in like 42 minutes, you know, or whatever else to be in this race. I can just go around and do my best. And I yeah, think yeah. It, it stemmed from there. Whether it continues on, I don't know. It's funny enough, I had um, uh, an interview with John Kyniston for the West Island Way podcast years ago. Right. And I remember it was quite, it was similar uh, in, the, in the question about the popularity with trail running. Yeah. And uh, he, he, uh, I remember saying that. I said, well, I think it may be a bit of a, a phase and it will. Uh, you know, like it will just gradually die down a bit, but there'll still be a lot of people that will mm. stick to it. But I'm sure this interview that I did with him was in, in like 2012. So, you know, that's like right. seven years. Yeah, it's still, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. still going. Is there, yeah. um, what, what do you make of Jasmine Paris's success this year on the Montaigne Spine? Like that was unbelievable effort, wasn't it? Almost oh, yeah. superhuman. Yeah. Mm. Uh, unreal and some of the women now uh, you know I mean there's always been some strong women but there's you know more things I think there's more belief for them that they they know they can go out there and compete against the men and beat the men hand, hands down I mean Shelley Gordon from the um, yeah. Ardmore you know she's thrashed the men numerous time on the I mean she won the 160 hour right a few years ago Wow! and um, I think it, it's great uh, I really do think it's great and it, it'd be nice for everything to be what I call level instead of thinking, you know, like, uh, I'm talking about ultra, I mean, I know sprint, you know, like uh, 200 meters or like, you know, like 10 Ks, it's, et cetera. It's, mm. it's a different, it's a slightly different thing on there. But with ultra running, it just comes down to a lot of mental fortitude and uh, women have got that. And, um, you know, it, it was phenomenal what she did um <laughs> that, that yeah. event yeah, absolutely and um it'll be interesting to see what happens with the spine now to see if we if they get mo- more they've always had very good competition don't get me wrong mm. but i wonder if they'll start to get some like uh of the you know the, the athletes you know european athletes which uh, uh i'm trying to be really careful i put this the, the yeah, speed no, the, yeah 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 you know the because um, um, I think Jasmine competes at a uh, a higher level than the, uh, the the guys that were behind her. Right. Yeah. So great to see some thinking. Right. Well, you know, Jasmine's gone out and done that. Well, you know what I mean. So yeah. also think it will make you know more women will now go out and try this and do this. Um, well, you're saying that. And my my partner has got a first trail race, um, the Swamby Sweep, and and oh, really? next, yeah. yeah, she's doing that next yes. week, and yeah. and you know I think sort of seeing the Fiona Rokeses and the Jasmine Parises of the world doing so well, um, it's definitely inspired her, and obviously she's inspired by the hard mowers, and she will come and do the one ten eventually. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. 
and <laughs> sort of her frame, I think, lends itself to to trail running. She's a very very lean, very long stride, powerful legs, powerful core, and and you know she's she she's done a lot of stuff like she's aced like um, the Lakes Three Peaks, the Yorkshire Moor Three Peaks. She has no problems with any of that stuff, and yes. you know. Um, we just went on a route recce. Basically, I, I we walked through the route together, and and I showed her like, you know, we, we navved it, and then we we got round in the time that the race allows anyway. And I was like, well, you've got round in the time just walking it. So when you go and run it, you yes. know, you should really yeah. be on for a, a a cracking time. And is that something that trail runners are doing now? They're putting like a lot of sort of science and a lot of sort of um, preparation. So they'll go and say maybe it's pre-march a section of a race and understand what the terrain's like and where they're going to put the crew. Is it getting quite technical like that now where people just turn up and go for it? No, it, it's like that. And uh, a lot of them will go out and wreck the course. The amount of times I've been asked for a GPX route for <laughs> the races because they want to go out and wreck it and run it mm. first. And uh, I mean, the trail races, the the, uh, the marathon series, we tape and their route description, etc. But, you know, these things can go wrong in a day. Yeah. Tapes can go missing. So they go, if they can, they'll go out and recce parts of it. Now, the, uh, the bigger, you know, sort of longer races, a lot of them do, you know, go out and, and, and recce parts of it and recce parts of it a few times. Yeah, yeah. And some of the one parts, uh, I think Jason Millwood, um, and I know Jason Cavill, when he, Cavill, sorry, when he, yeah. when he enters his races, He'll run if you can. He'll run seg- segments of it, and he'll run it at race pace seg- right. to get an idea for the ground. But more and more people who are just going out for the first time are going out and wrecking the course to see what it's like underfoot. Yeah, yeah, and no. The show, you know, if I can uh, myself, uh, if I'm doing a, well within reason now with it, uh, a newish race, I'll go and take a look if I can. Um, yeah, and see what it what it's what it's like. Um, do, you, get an idea. do you think that comes back to the psychological of, of knowing what's around the next corner as well or what's up the next bank or what's along the next straight? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, then they get that idea. And then, you know, well, you, you, we've had more. I mean, there's some races have got quite steep climbs. That the, <laughs> oh, yeah. <definitely. laughs> that, you know, apart from the, maybe the, the first, the top 10, the rest will run, they'll walk, but they'll yeah. use it as a strategic, you know, sort of mm. walk uh, part. So they, they take a look and they get an idea of what it's going to be like, uh, uh, you know, like uh, time-wise, because they're going to walk se- walk that section. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's, you know, it's just, just worth worth seeing because you just don't know a lot of the courses, you know, what it's going to be like on the foot, you know, certain courses so boggy and so muddy. Mm. A lot of us that are like on... Um, like not paved, but you know, um, yeah, yeah, flagged yeah. Stone tracks and whatever else like that. So there's, there's a very, you know, there's there's various things, and some of the descents may be more technical and whatever else like that. So there is a lot more to it, and some people really do. Uh, I think sometimes running brings out the uh, accountant or whatever in a lot of other you know, yeah. some runners. And uh, I have, I can say this because I've got friends that I know that that run and they are so uh <laughs> um, um i'm trying to think of another word for this rather than <laughs> the use. No, but, yeah, um, yeah you know they they do spreadsheets and every yeah. single last 
yeah. yeah. Or you'll get some of somebody else, you know, like uh, say Mark Dalton. He'll just turn up and he'll run whatever it is, and you you'll have no initial goal. Yeah. You know, you'll as long as it goes. But you'll get some people who have got spreadsheets for exactly what food they're going to be taking for each. There, you know yeah. what I mean. So it's it, you know, it's um, there is a lot of a uh, lot more sort of science into it than probably what there was. I, I, I know. So much, sorry. Yeah, I, I know a friend of mine, um, Russell Burton, before he left to go to New Zealand. Yes. Um, absolute machine, um, absolute yeah. machine, and he was very scientific and very methodical about everything. Everything he did had to be um, very on the button, and I could see that in him. Do you know what I mean? He didn't leave any. He didn't just turn and think, "Oh, what shoes am I wearing today?" Like he, he knew them socks, them shoes, that set of, you know everything. His pack was perfect how he wanted it. And there's a lot of preparation gone into that. And um, I probably uh, definitely, uh, I can say that with a lot of people, they get very sort of, um, it's got to be right, hasn't it? And it's another thing, it's another part of their mental build-up to a, to, a, to a big race. I mean, I've got certain things that I do before I go out hiking that if I don't yes. do it, I, I'm out of kilt. Do you know what I mean? Like I think, oh, yes. I haven't done that. And it sort yeah. of starts to, it starts to get to me. But is there, is there any plans to sort of, um, the Tabula Hills or the Esk Valley Way as as races or um, are you happy well, on the Cleveland Way? Um, we thought about Tabula Hills a few years ago. Tabula Hills, we include in the 160. Yeah. Uh, the Esk Valley Way, funny enough, the I've just put together a new trail marathon uh, and half and, and 10K to replace your motherly one. Now it's at right. um, Fryupdale. And uh, quite a bit of it of the trail marathon goes on some of the S Valley. Ah, you nice, know, nice. S Valley way. Yeah, so it comes back. I think there's, um, and also with it being a, a way, it's, it's like say the Cleveland, like some of the other trail marathons that we organise, go on parts of the Cleveland Way because it's easier. It's yeah. easy to get the access to permissions. It's a good, you know, it's, it's a signed route. It's, people recognise it. And same with the S Valley Way. Mm-hmm. I would actually, you know, it would be good. Uh, to look at, I mean, I think yes, value what is about thirty-five. I don't something like thirty-three, yeah, thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would be it's, really it's, good to, yes, yeah, really good to, um, uh, you know, do, do uh, you know? I'd like to. I mean, I've run the entirety of it actually. I've I've run lots of it, but the, you know, like uh, probably the source of the, the the start of you know, I've, I've, you know, the sections I haven't. You yeah, know, well. The only sort of bit with it, I could sort of say a bit of a problem, and and I always laugh because I use it as one of my hiking routes. Is there's a section that actually goes through someone's garden? Um, yeah, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I've taken it out. I know exactly. I thought, great, yeah, I know what you mean. It's going to um, God, oh, glaze, not glaze, but you but come up I the don't bank, know. don't you? You come up the bank from from the yeah. river, and then you just go yeah. through the guy's garden, um, and then out through the back towards the pub. And I just think. I know it's so- it's like what the hell? <laughs> so what I've actually done in this trail marathon is actually in the half go that way. But they, what they do is instead of going that left, they go up the lane and they cut across and ah, go to okay. Blaisdell Rig. Um, but yeah, I couldn't believe it. I thought what? And yeah, uh, yeah I went. Uh, I did take a look at that when I wrecked it. I thought, well, it can't go this way. I and mean, it's a shame because once you go through that garden, there was a nice drop yeah. into woods. The woods, yeah. Climb out, yeah. And that was really nice, but. Yeah, I thought, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, I mean, the first time I did that, we, we, me and a friend did the whole thing in a wanna, and yes, I was sort of like 
chief navigator and and i see why you use ways because obviously when you're hanging out you know your navigation is made easier however there's still sections where you still need to be navigationally switched on um yes yeah yeah and that and at that i got to that point and i was like i was like i think i was a bit delirious and i was like um apparently we go left through this guy's house <laughs> and i was like and i think i've gone wrong because I, I i've never known anything like this in my life and um, we must have spent 20 minutes like sort of looking left of it, right of it. Yeah. I'm not sure where I think I am here. And in the end, the guy come out and went, S Valley Way. Yeah. Yeah. It's through my, it's through my garden. <laughs> and exactly. I was just, <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. Brilliant. I, I think it was like, I can't remember that. It might be two months ago or something. And I went by there. I missed it, the turn off. And I was looking at a map and I couldn't work out what on earth was happening. I went mm. halfway up the road. And then I turned around and then eventually I saw the sign. I yeah. thought, this is like, this is crazy. You know, I, I've come across paths like sometimes working out a route, like getting a map out and working out a route is, is, is fantastic. It's great. And then when you go out on the day and like half the paths aren't there anymore, or you mm. hit, um, you hit like a farmyard where you're going through not just like a normal farmyard, but you're actually clambering over and practically into the garden thinking, Right, that's not going to work. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. And um, I, know, I think they've fixed it now, but the diversion in Hayburn Wake, I think they've put it back. Yes. Now, is it? The, the stairs are now back in play. I believe it but, has, yeah. But that sort of, what they did is when they went sort of around to the left through, through, the, yes. through the woods and up um, onto yeah. that private road, this year I, I had actually someone come out and was really, really super unhappy that 20 people were hiking like sort of past his house. And I had to sort yes. of say, look, we're following the Cleveland Way diversion. Yeah. Now, I, yeah. I understand what you're saying. There's 20 people going past your house, but the National Park, you know, the National Trust, the ways of, this is the way yeah. they've said, look, we need to get round and get you back on the Cleveland Way on the other side. But you've got to be, you've got to be sort of um, mindful, haven't you? Like, you couldn't set 500 people through that guy's, <laughs> through his back fence, could no, you? No, 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 no. <laughs> I know. And, I know. Yeah. And I'm I'm very mindful when I go through with, with, with my groups of people and um, yeah it's I, I don't know how that happened and I don't know how how easy or how hard it would be to say can we reroute this please around my garden um I, I don't know but yeah it's it's definitely the most bizarre one I've ever found and it does sort of make me think every time I do it people are going to say are you sure it's through this garden and I get that question every <laughs> every single time. <laughs> It's a funny old. It's uh, it is it is awkward, and uh, I know that uh, dietation at Haven Wike. They've got it sorted now. It's back open. Haven Wike is somebody yeah. somebody told. But yeah, yeah it's, it is it's really awkward, and that's the thing is quite often somebody will say, "I've got a really good route," mm. and then you'll kind of take a look at it a map, and you kind of may know some of the bits of the area, or you may go and run some of it. And then it's 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 awful going back to somebody and saying, "Well, yes, that's really good, but I can't use it as a race because yeah. it's kind of going too close to like a house mm. or a farm or through a farmyard, or that you can just see straight away somebody Probably. going wrong." You know, yeah, you got to mm. look for the as you'll you'll know you got to look for all the the problems and the you know what. <laughs> yeah, no, especially if you're going through a farmyard and 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 sort of. Uh, livestock and, and especially sort of farm dogs as well you know like sh- certain types yes. of sheep dogs they can be very territorial and 
you know, can you imagine the incident if someone got bitten by a dog? It, 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 you can't always send 500 people through, through a farm, can you? And, and, and rightly so. That's where oh. your due diligence has to come into, um, into play. I mean, yeah, to give you, like, talk about the S Valley, um, I changed part of the route. Uh, when you get to Danby, you get to Danby yeah, Centre. Yeah. 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 And you, can, you have to you go right and then you go through a field and then you go up and you go eventually by through some houses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I've taken the route so it basically it goes left and it takes a right and it takes the road steeply up to um, uh, Danby. Yeah, yeah, yeah up, up there uh, to the, I forgot what you call it now, the Beacon. Um, purely, oh, yeah, I'm, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's not as nice as obviously going that right, right round, but because there's a half and there's like the full going to be going through there, I thought it doesn't feel right to take runners through that way. So yeah. they'll have to go through the road instead. <laughs> no, no, that's, uh, that's, that's fair enough. Um, well, I'll tell you what, John, we've absolutely flew through this. Um, we're coming up to it. So I'll tell you what we'll do as we do with every show. We'll start the five watts. So, um, I'll start off with number one. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Uh, well, I was thinking about something like this the other day, you know, I mean, uh, what was, you know, uh, and the best advice I've come across, um, I think the thing is to, to, to realise that your potential is much, much larger than you can ever, you know, estimate, you know, yeah. whatever. It is, you know, you've got, I think that's a huge thing that opens you up to realize that you're so, there's so much more that you can put out physically mm. or mentally than you realize. And I think that opens the doors for lots of things. And um, human potential is so, so kind of huge. I think that's a massive, yeah. a, a massive thing. Also, another thing is you don't have to follow what everybody else does you can go your own way uh yeah. again and also very much a, another point as well is what i try and do it's not always possible for people but i try and uh i try and avoid uh negative people negativity yeah I try I, to I, positive yeah yeah <laughs> I, I i call them ducks john that's what i call them ducks. Yes. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, they just yeah. they, they all they all flock together and they all quack and they all eat bread and I've got no time for yes. it. Um so uh second one was... there is one other one as well. Just yeah, go on. another one was uh, don't eat yellow snow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um second what what's on your bucket list? Uh in the immediate well in the immediate future. In the next uh before I'm fifty in all oh, right. I'm not sorry, I'm not 50 now, I'm 50, sorry, um, 40, I'm trying to remember how old I'm, 46 in four yeah. years' time. So, <laughs> I think, uh, well, Badwater, definitely, uh, that's nice. one I've wanted to do. I want, um, for you know, a few years, uh, Badwater, definitely, as races, talking about yeah. this for races. Yeah, yeah, Badwater, yeah. um, I would say Spartathlon is on my bucket list but I've had a couple of failures with that race right. I need to go back and, and, and complete it um, and then there's uh, the Moab 240 uh, in uh, in America it's 200 wow. yeah yeah, yeah. Race there. Uh, I'm just sure there's one or two of ones but they're the ones that stand out for me but I yeah, mean for, one that yeah. I've always had was Badwater uh, yeah. always had Badwater 
and uh, there's I've got things bucket list things I would like to do in this country. Not so much races, but yeah. I'd like to, you know, um, maybe do the the Scottish four thousands or something like yeah, that. You yeah. know, what I mean, you know, some uh, some different like long treks, possibly even some cycling stuff in the future. Not that I I'm a cyclist. You know, just no. just things like that. So yeah, no, mm. it's all very very testing stuff. No, would you ever consider the Barclay if you could get in? I'd say no, but that would be a lie because, <laughs> uh, well, not next year anyway. I think uh, you know, I don't know. You know, it's kind of like I'd say something like this kind of thing. I'd say not. I'd say I'd sit here and I say no. But then maybe in a year's time, then I may sort of think, oh well, you know what I mean. I, Class. I know, you know, I, I know. I can't really. Yeah, never rule anything out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, third, what? What's your toughest day? As in, uh, generally, either, or the toughest well, day? either personally or race in a race capacity. Good. Uh, personally. Uh, I think in the past it has been like, um, you know, sort of, uh, I suppose deaths, you know, I'm saying yeah, deaths yeah. because it's yeah. one, you know, uh, more, you know, we, you know, we've had a few of those recently. Yeah. Uh, I think possibly in a hard more sense would have been the 55 last, last year. Right. Uh, you know, with the, well, we had some issues and, um, throughout the week you, you felt under the scrutiny, uh, and, Jeremy, um, and I said Jeremy Kyle, Jeremy, <laughs> whatever's in the radio, to, oh, uh, radio and all yeah. that business, and it was all yeah. blown out. And like, the, the, there was a massive, a huge amount of support from everyone, from Hardmore's everything. But I was on a real downer for a couple of weeks after where it kind of oh, affected really? because I felt like I was still questioning myself if I'd done the right thing. I think like 99% of the people thought I'd done the right thing, but you know, it. You know, there was uh, yeah. No, that that's that's interesting that you bring that up actually, because you had so many people jump to you. I remember that Jeremy Vine. Yeah, I remember so many. I, I thought to myself, what does Jeremy Vine know about long distance trail running? Do you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. he, he doesn't understand the ethos behind the sport for a start. But um, it's like they just wanted to sensationalise it, didn't they? But you had so many people yes. who came out and just yeah. said. We know what we sign up for. The race is run immaculately. It's part and parcel of of being a a, a, a trail runner, a fell runner. Um, you know, it's hard weather conditions is what makes the difference between running in a marathon, road marathon, and sort of doing what you do. And I think the amount of people who came to your aid was a testament to your character. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously they, they they were they were very very sort of passionately protecting you, aren't they? And yeah, to have national scrutiny like that, I I did think at the time, you know. It, it must be hard, but you've got broad shoulders, haven't you? So that's how it rolls. <laughs> yeah, yes, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's uh, that 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 is uh, that's it. I felt very protective, uh, mm. not protective over myself, but protective of Hardmore as a whole community mm. and people looking at. You know, you, you, I don't know. You just protect it like a mm. like your child, I suppose. And then, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so race-wise, I think um, as big numerous occasions, I've you know had numerous really really bad races and things like that ended up. But uh, top of my head, I remember uh, I went out to, to do the UTMB uh, 
I went out three times. The first two times I didn't get round. The third time I got round. But the second time I, I stopped uh, and I got timed out at a spot before, oh, really? like halfway round. And uh, I was so sure I'd get round that time. And then I remember the next day being bussed back and walking through oh. Chamonix, still all my running gear and people clapping me as I was walking along saying, well done, well done. And I, you know, I hadn't finished, you know, I couldn't explain to them that I had, you know, totally yeah. pulled out. And I remember sitting down on the bench <laughs> and like, you know, this tears started, you know what I mean? And it was like, yeah, just yeah. like you know. but you know, I mean, that was, you know, like a, a mentally tough side of things, but you know, I mean, there's been other very, very, very tough parts in, in yeah. races, very, yeah, very yeah. dark places, you know, very bad hallucinations and, <laughs> Well, uh, rotten corpses hanging for trees. I can get really dark. I can get yeah, really dark. yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's really good. Um, number four, what's the happiest day? So I have a personally or, or, or personal achievement, work achievement, hard Mars achievement, whichever one you want to choose. Oh, okay, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, personal. I'll start with personally. Uh, personally, well, one of the, one of them would be uh, Marion Shirley. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, that was that, that whole time, that whole thing. Um, you know, there has been other personal ones, but, you know, it's the first thing that comes into my mind. Yeah, um, uh, Running rise, I would say, um, you know, when I look back on, I think it was completing UTMB on the third attempt. Yeah. And thinking, and before that point, wondering, well, if I don't get round on my third attempt... How am I going to move on to the races? I don't know. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then again, um, finishing the, the the race I mentioned earlier, the hill, uh, which yeah. was two thousand thirteen, and that was the only the only finisher in that race. So yeah, yeah. that was a uh, that. And then I suppose thirdly, I managed to run the one ten myself. You know, like in two thousand and eleven, because we only had like thirty odd runners, and yeah. I had a really run fantastic run on that race and I was like six seven hours quicker than I anticipated I was going to be wow. on the thing and it was just an amazing day uh and then moving on to to Hardmores, I suppose I suppose the end of the very first 110 was absolutely amazing and after that there's too many times to say too many fantastic days yeah, when you yeah, see people yeah. finish what they've you know wanted to achieve yeah, yeah. no it's fair enough um the Number five, what's what's next for Hardmores and what's next for John Steele? <laughs> what's next for Hardmores? At the moment this year, I mean, we've got uh, the races are all this. I mean, when I say there's no new races, yeah, there's replacement races, so there's new courses this year. Um, and then it's, uh, I think, potentially in the future over the next couple of years. Uh, we've been asked to hold a couple of races in the north, in the north, almost the walls in the the walls. Ah, oh, yeah, so, yeah. Walls is nice. Yeah. So we may look at holding a trail marathon, a trail half on there. Nice. I think at the moment for the North York Moors, you know, over the next sort of couple of years, uh, it's it'll probably be. I'm always changing bits. I'm always changing the odd bits of route, yeah. finding, thinking, well, this could be better, that could be better. And so it's keeping the same amount of races, mm. but trying to make them better, if you yeah, know what no, I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and then try and, uh, lim- you know, sort of uh, be more 
not organised, but be more um, streamlined, I think, with things no, and, you know, make tidy things up. No, that's, but, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. That's what's about, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, it's, uh, mm. it's amazing. Um, right, John, thanks very much for your time. It's been uh, really, really interesting to sort of finally put the, the man behind the hard mirrors um, on the podcast. It's been great speaking to you. We've gone on for 55 minutes. Um <laughs> Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. What I'll do is I'll um, end the show there and thanks very much. Um, Thank you very much and thanks for listening as well. Yeah, no problem. If you just stay on a 